Hi there, Selena Kulkarni here with another episode of the Alternative Investing Podcast. My mission is to help business owners build high performance wealth that delivers reliable, predictable cash flow through unconventional strategies so they can fast track their path to financial freedom. Each week I share with you the strategies, expert interviews and real people's stories around the topic of wealth and financial freedom. And if you're a business owner who wants to learn more about financial freedom through alternative methods, please head over to my website, freedomwarrior.com.au, where you can access my library of articles, interviews, and programs to help you on your way to becoming more financially free. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, what I want to do is talk to a specific cohort of business owners who are maybe feeling that they're high net worth on paper, but they don't feel rich. Now, the first thing I'm going to say is that this is not an uncommon experience. I talk to people who on the surface level seem to have a net worth that runs into the millions, but their experience of money and their experience of stability of how much wealth they have is probably not where they want it to be. So if I'm really specific about the kind of people that I want this particular episode to resonate with, I'm going to really dial it in. And the reason that I'm dialing it in is I've spoken to dozens of investors over the last 12 months, business owners who have been massively adversely affected through, you know, all of the turbulence that's been going on around COVID. And regardless of whether their business has been able to right itself or whether they're still limping or, you know, it's just a matter of time before they get back on track, there's no question that you know, a lot of people have been really spooked. There's a group of people who aged, say, 48 to 55, who don't have the net worth that they think they should have at this point in time and don't see themselves being able to create it over the next five to 10 years. There are, you know, a group of people who, when they look at their balance sheet, um, meaning their assets and liabilities on paper, it looks great. However, either they've got a, you know, a highly underperforming portfolio of investments, meaning um, maybe the capital's there, but the cash flow is terrible, or maybe they have one primary asset being their home where a disproportionate amount of their wealth is tied up. Now, I'm, I'm trying to paint a picture here, but, you know, this is, as I said, a very common experience. And what happens with these guys is that they, have, and I say guys, meaning guys and girls, uh, is that because the percentage of their overall capital, uh, and I call it working capital, is so small, what they're, you know, worrying about is that if they don't take some serious action over the next three to five years, they're going to find themselves in a situation where there is a gap between the income that they need to live off when they retire and the income that their assets actually produce. And, you know, that is a tragic situation, which is unfortunately happening to more and more business owners. Even those guys who manage to sell their business for a big paycheck. And I literally just got off presenting with a panel talking about the relationship between the value of your business and wealth building. And I guess the the thing that's really apparent to me is that 
even if you ended up with uh, a huge lump sum of capital in your bank account tomorrow, and let's say you sell for two, five, ten million bucks, and it's the number that you're looking for, most people would still not have any clarity about how to effectively convert that into wealth that they could actually categorically live off for the rest of their lives and beyond. So I guess what I want to do is spell out for you that if you're looking to kind of create a really epic result with your investing over the next even, say, three to five years, then I'm going to say it point blank, it's very hard to do that through traditional avenues. It's very hard to do that with straight out financial planning products, managed funds, shares, and even to some degree property, unless you're super active and you're, you know, thinking outside the square, maybe trading a little bit or doing some, some higher risk strategies. What I'm sort of suggesting to you is if they're your options that you're looking at now, you are really going to flounder because what I see as being the three key options for you, if you feel that there's a bit of a gap between the asset base that you feel you need and where you are right now, then there are three courses of action. Obviously, first one is you just do what you can to pump up your net worth between now and when you retire. And then as you retire, you sell down assets and you live off them. And many of you may have heard me refer to this as, you know, eating the cow from a sustainability perspective, from a longevity perspective. That is one of the worst um, formulas for building sustainable wealth, um, not to mention the fact that you, you don't actually know how many years in retirement you're going to have. We're obviously living longer and the old model of saying, well, get to X lump sum and then divide it by, say, 10 to 15 just doesn't cut it anymore because we're living beyond that. The second thing that I think you have as an option is to get to your point of retirement and see what you have in play. Um, look at either liquidating the lot and then moving it to some kind of financial planning product or retirement product that pays you. Typically, um, what I'm hearing these days is people are earning somewhere between 2 to maybe 4% net after expenses. And, you know, if you have a super high net worth portfolio of assets and that seems okay to you and maybe it gets you more or less where you want to go, maybe that's okay. But for those entrepreneurs and business owners who recognize that 2 to 4% net income off a pool of assets is fairly miserable, then I think the third scenario is, is probably worth considering. So in the third scenario, what I'm encouraging people to consider is the idea of, yes, you know, see what you can do to optimize the asset base that you have. You know, you know, do you have lazy assets? Are there things that you could redeploy your capital into so that you get better performance overall? But the other thing, which is the asset class that I have fast become a huge advocate of is you need to think about doing some simple math to work out, you know, what kind of impact would something like alternative investments have in my world? And I've got a, uh, an example here. I just want you to kind of understand a little bit about the, the potential impact here. You know, and, and with this third option of, you know, consider deploying or investing some of your money into alternative, 
Um, the purpose around that is, you know, you want to build predictable, sustainable, reliable cash flow instantly. And there are very few other asset classes that we take for granted in mainstream that can actually achieve that for you. Um, I know that I can take a dollar today, put it in an investment, and it will start paying me straight away. And that is what I'm looking for when I talk about alternative investments. Let's imagine that you have, and I'm, I'm just going to do round numbers because I want this to just be really straightforward. Imagine you've got a million dollars. Now, in that first strategy that I mentioned, which is you take your million bucks and you sell it down and you just hope that it's going to last. I think we're just going to put that one to the side because that doesn't make sense to anyone. The second option is that you take that million dollars, you take it from wherever it is, consolidate it and give it to a financial planner. And maybe they say to you, look, I can get you three, maybe 4% net income per annum. So that gets you to $40,000 income per annum. And I can tell you now that's for most people, not enough to sustain the lifestyle that they may have had up until this point in time. Now, let's imagine we go to our third strategy, which is let's have a think about, you know, you want to remain fairly conservative, but you recognize that if you took a small percentage of that capital and put it into investments that pay a higher rate of return, you are exponentially going to alter your relationship with money. So let's imagine of that million dollars that you've got, you took 20% and you said, look, I'm going to leave 800,000 in my low yield um, product or, you know, plan that, that somebody has for me that's going to earn me my 4%. So that gives you 32,000. So 4% of 800, that'll give you 32,000 per annum. But then I'm going to take 20%. And I'm going to put it into alternative investments that feel like they are in alignment with my risk profile preferences, what I'm trying to achieve, the liquidity that I want, the geography that I want, the deal makers that I want, and I'm going to average a 12% net return. Now, immediately off that 200,000, you're going to be earning 24,000. So that takes your overall income up to about 56,000. So you've gone from 40,000 in your straight like, let me just do the most conservative thing. And by taking 20%, you've shot it up to 56,000. So you've increased your income by about 40%, which is staggering considering how small an amount of money you've just moved. Now, let's say, okay, I'm comfortable with that. I'm going to, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to leave 700,000 or 70% in my 4% yielding whatever conservative traditional asset. And I'm going to take 300000 and put it into a bunch of investments that earn me 12%. Then I'm going to get 28000 from my 700000 and I'm going to get 36000 at 12% off my 300000 And that's going to give me an overall income of, say, 64000 Now, that is now getting kind of sexy. It's now 60% above what you would have been getting if that money had all been in traditional um, low-yielding investments. Now I'm going to go, let's be even more sexy here or aggressive if you like. And let's say you, you become very comfortable with how these alternative investments work and you go, I am really happy with a split of 50-50. And, you know, even relatively speaking, I would still argue that's conservative. But 500000 goes into your 4% yielding account and that gives you 20000 a year. 
and 500,000 goes into your alternative space, which is going to yield you 12% per annum, which is $60,000 a year. And you add those two together and you get $80,000 per year. Simply by splitting your original pool of a million dollars into two buckets. Now that is a 100% increase on your original income had you just taken that whole million dollars and put it with one bucket or or a series of low-yielding buckets. Now, this is not voodoo. These are not, you know, scary strategies. These are, in my world, conservative bread and butter strategies that unfortunately, just because of the way that the wealth industry has evolved, you can't, you can't access. And the reason you can't access it is because, you know, there's, there's not a lot of middlemen. There's not a lot of people who offer quality, A-grade, vetted deal flow that will allow you to just cherry pick deals that you want because these are private networks. These opportunities usually reside in relationship to relationship, peer to peer kind of groups, and it's hard to break into. But what I want to reassure you of is that these well and truly, they do exist. And if you are interested in how to go about working out, and I, and you know, you've heard me talk about this in different ways. What is the right freedom formula for you? Then I am going to suggest that you reach out because I would love to help you with this piece. You know, I have no vested interest in, you know, whether you invest in traditional or alternative. All I can say to you is alternative has changed my life. If your timeline to retirement is short, if you have underperforming assets, if you maybe don't have as much capital as you think, if you are in that age group of, say, 48 to 55, and you know you need to take some action, then, you know, understanding whether or not alternative investments are a fit for you is an absolute no-brainer, unless your plan, of course, is to take it all and put it all on red and and take on some, you know, hair-raising, high-risk investments. You must consider alternative investments. Um, Even if your financial situation is very stable and you're very comfortable, you cannot ignore the mathematics around being able to take a small percentage of your income and massively amplify it to get a significantly better return. I have to say, like, you know, I'm not mincing my words in this podcast because I'm heartbroken by the number of business owners that I'm speaking to at the moment who are in a a deep place of hurt. They recognise they don't have a lot of time to maybe do all the things that they might have done when they were 20. They have not the inclination, they don't have the knowledge space, they don't have the network. But if something like alternative investments where, you know, we're talking about a series of strategies where you still are backed by real property, you still have a high degree of control, but you don't necessarily have to deal with tenants and toilets. If that appeals to you, then I'm really going to encourage you to look down this rabbit hole further. So anyway, guys, um, that is my message for today. Uh, if you are someone who recognizes their high net worth on paper, but you don't feel rich, um, now is the time to take action. Um, frankly, there hasn't been a better time in history to be looking and thinking outside the square. And you never know, alternative investments could be the asset class that truly changes your life. Take care. 
Thanks so much for listening to the Alternative Investing Podcast. If you're a business owner feeling frustrated that despite doing everything right in the property investing playbook and you're no closer to financial freedom, then head over to freedomwarrior.com.au to learn more about how you can use alternative investments to catapult your investing income and blend strategies to shave decades off your timeline to financial freedom. Until next time, take care. See you on the next episode and bye for now.